Warning, the following program has been rated M for mature due to language, vulgarity, and sexual innuendo. Welcome to the highlight of your week. They are the truth seekers looking to change the world for the better. Using the latest research and groundbreaking science, they seek to inform the simpletons. They dream of a day filled with gays, where women get paid like dicks and religion doesn't try to fuck kids. They are the intellectual saviors! Prepare yourself for atrociousness. All phasers set to fuck. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. I'm one of your hosts, Eric, uh, and I am uh, Michael or Miguel for all you that are about to be deported. That sounded begrudgingly, um, Miguel. Uh, huh? What? Who? What? So, anyway, yeah. we, I'm just gonna throw it out at the beginning of the show we said last week that we wouldn't discuss certain topics and then oh, fucking i just it's just hitting the fan oh i just hate i just hate everything that's going on right now and i'm just so thankful that we're single digits away in days uh from ending this night well i wouldn't say ending, probably really beginning it <laughs> i mean if truth <laughs> be told but yeah anyway but so we may have to throw in just a few minutes, but we'll see what I already told Eric because Eric sent me the text saying, shit, dude, I think we're going to have to talk politics after all the other night. But we'll hold off until the very end of the show. So we'll at least yeah. do the common courtesy of our fans for that or of our five listeners. So that's yeah. how we roll, I, man. I said it was going to be tough not to talk about politics because it's just. Yeah. We'll get into it later. Uh, later. Fucking, I already got a headache. We haven't even started, and we haven't even talked about it, and I've already got a headache about it. <laughs> it's bullshit. I, I would agree with you. Yep. yep. So, so what have you been up to, good sir? Uh, working. Oh my god! Any fucking special visits on the route this week? Um, no, not not nothing really too crazy. Oh, no fucking Melwater brides trying to fucking hook up with you or anything. No, no, not nothing like that. <laughs> no, nothing real juicy or nutty. So, just kind of run of the mill <sighs> stuff. Well, usually that's my week. It's go to work, come home, fucking watch some TV, play Warcraft, yell at the kids, watch hockey, jerk off, go to sleep. You know, it's. Not in that order and every night, of course, but uh, it's, it's a combination of those things. But Pretty close. Yeah, in the last week, though, since we did the last show, I have uh, been pretty busy. The wife's had me fucking doing things. So this past Monday, um, I have a few days of vacation left to burn, and so I just went ahead and took one for because she got uh, fucking my life. She loves the Groupons. The wife does, and she got one for this fucking spa that her and her little girlfriends go to. And I'm not the pampering type. Uh, I've only got one massage in my life, and that was when we took like we did our like little wedding thing on the cruise, and she made me do it, <laughs> and it was okay. Like I mean, the girl worked me over pretty good and stuff because I ain't having no dude do it. Um, because I feel weird about that. Why are you homophobe? 
no, I mean, I don't mind. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not... It's just, it's weird. I don't know. For me, I just don't want... I'm not into dudes at all, so it kind of ruins the fun. Well, like, if I'm going to do a massage, I want a woman's hands on me that uh, other than my wife's. A, a <laughs> massage is not supposed to be something erotic, you asshole. No, I understand that. And uh, believe me, dude, I've had... Okay, so I had my second one the other day, but I'll get into that in a second, but... I'm just saying, though, it just, I because it's supposed to be relaxing and everything, I just, it makes me feel more relaxed having a woman uh, do it than having a dude do it. That's just personal. Look, dude, if there's any... I, I just I just think you need to get over your, like, kind of, you know, you, you sound a lot like those rednecks mm-hmm. that are, you know, questioning their own sexuality, but don't want to admit it, so they just, like, you know, are gay bashers because of it oh no i've done gay stuff in my, i mean i haven't like put dicks in my mouth or anything like that but i've <laughs> yeah. i've been a part of some gay you, situations you, you gave it the uh, old college try no no i'm just saying i've been put in those positions and stuff it's it's fine it's i mean it's not like oh my god no, it's, it's it's fine it's, it's go it out start, is if, start you know, gay bashing downtown or something because you, you don't like another man putting his hands on you yeah, I mean, it just doesn't... It doesn't help you relax. No, it's, 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 it's just, yeah, it's one of those things I'm just not into. It. But but when the broad did it on the cruise, I mean, she worked me real good. But, I mean, it was like, um, you know, I, there's nothing... I, like, it was the first time I ever had one done. So, it seemed just pretty standard, you know, working the fucking muscles, this and that. She never got real close to anything. So, we go to the spa the other day, and it's like an Asian spa. And it's weird. Like, it's a huge fucking building out in Dallas. And, uh, like, it's like two stories. They have pools inside, pools outside, jacuzzis. They have all these different steam rooms and stuff that go. Like, we had to do the roundabout through the steam rooms. Like, they start at, like, 110 degrees, and they go up to, like, 190. And each one of them's got different shit. And, like, one of them's got, like you know like himalayan salt lining the walls and others got like some kind of coal and charcoal and all that it's like they're all different themed and they have different stuff and i don't see the point in it to me it's stupid but you know the wife and all these other people seem to think that it cleanses your fucking impurities out of you or some shit and i'm like yeah you're sweaty once you go outside and run a fucking mile or something that'll do the same thing and i ain't paying like 40 bucks to fucking lie in you know, hot ass temperatures that I can get from going outside here in Texas, you know, but it's like, whatever, that's the, the women like that shit, but she wanted me to do it with her. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I mean, I complained about it. Don't get me wrong beforehand, but then we get there and it's like, um, they have like the, they split you up. They, you have to wear like the uniform. So they give you a shirt and shorts and stuff, you know, like the guys wear blue, the girls wear pink and they have their own dressing rooms and stuff. And I'm not much for the whole dressing room scene. Like it's why I don't go to the, I wouldn't, if I go to the gym, I'm not going to shower there. Like I'm going to come home and fucking do it. Cause I've already experienced the military where we had the fucking open showers and stuff where it's like a big room with just spigots everywhere. And you go in and you stand and like, Hey, uh, how's it going? <laughs> As you're fucking washing your cock. And I don't like it. I guess this goes back to my homophobe thing. If you want to jump on me again, you fucking jerk. But, <laughs> but I mean, what, I, I can't stand to be naked around other guys. I it's an, and here's the thing. It's a penis. Every man has one. Yeah. I mean, it's not even the fact that mine's tiny. Well, Cause I walked in there man. 
And like as soon as they get in the dressing room, they give me the uniform. I go over to find my fucking little locker and stuff. And like I go into the little aisle where my locker is, and there's like two guys standing there. One of them, he's like you know completely naked. The other dude's fucking naked too. But the one guy, I don't know what he was. He's some kind of like Middle Eastern fucking dude. And all I see is big ass bush and a fucking peanut and i almost wanted to laugh but then i'm like no because i'm I, I mean it made me feel good i'm like Ooh, well at least i'm not gonna be the smallest one in here but dude that dude had no fucking pride whatsoever i mean he's just fucking showing the goods off and walking i'm like oh it's so you weird no shame yeah no shame yeah he, he was very prideful in what he had <laughs> in this fucking he may have not been prideful he may just not give a shit t-shirt in it and it, you know another thing that was weird there's like people there with their kids and there's like fucking eight-year-olds running around naked in there too i'm like oh this is so uncomfortable <laughs> no, that's a little bizarre it was i saw yeah i saw a couple kids i'm like oh this is just it's so uncomfortable i just got in there and got my fucking shit on and got the fuck out as fast as i could and i'm telling the woman i'm like it's so weird she's it's just the body blah 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 i'm like look I understand you women. You don't give a shit. I go, but it's... I did not have... I didn't enjoy it. She's giving me a hard time because I didn't want to see other dudes fucking weens and shit. Like, I'm a fucking jerk because I'm kind of weird about it. You don't have to stare at them. No, no, dude. It's hard, though. Like, when literally... You control your eyeballs. Dude, I, I understand that. And that's what makes it uncomfortable because then you're trying not to fucking look around because, you know, if you look in the wrong direction... There's going to be fucking ween in your face. And there's guys like bent over on one side of me. The other guy's flashing his shit at me on the other side. And I'm just like, oh, just I hate. I'm just like staring into the locker, changing my clothes. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, I don't know, it was such a weird fucking thing. Other than that part of it, it wasn't too bad. Like, like I said, we did this, we did like everything. We got a couple drinks and fucking walked around. And it's like I said, it's very Asian and oriented. So it's like, uh, I mean, it's not just like Asian people there. I mean, there's a mix of everybody there. But um, you know, it's like all the the food and all the drink stuff. Everything's fucking Korean shit. And I don't know. It was okay. But I was disappointed in the clientele. I was like, well, if I'm going to go to the spa, I'm like, it's going to be mostly women, which it was. And I'm like hoping I'm like, hey, you know, it'll be much. It's over in an area of Dallas. It's a little bit more uppity. So I'm thinking, man, it's gonna be a lot of fucking uh, trophy wives in here, fucking not because it's on a Monday. I'm like, these bitches don't work. They're gonna be fucking just out with their little yenta friends and you know doing the spa days. Oh, it's just a lot of fucking nasty old fat broads and middle aged women. I was so disappointed, dude. I mean, no offense if you're middle aged and overweight. I mean, I'm I got a gut and I'm middle aged too. I'm just saying though. I wanted to fucking see some young lady spa action. <laughs> it was very disappointed in that aspect. So, but then, so we cap it off. Like, we do all the fucking the uh, saunas and shit and um, do the pools and all the different stuff. And then we she signed me up to go do another massage. And last time, like I said, on the boat, it was kind of rough. You know, the woman worked me over really good. I was kind of sore afterwards the next day. And uh, so she's like, well, I just signed you up for a Swedish massage. It's like, I guess it's like the pussy massage for people like me. <laughs> you know, they don't work on you too rough. So I'm in there getting it done. And is this younger Korean girl. I mean, she's okay. She's kind of cute. And like, okay, so... I got my uniform and stuff, and because I knew I was going to be in these saunas, I was going to be sweating hard. Like, I didn't wear any underwear. I was fucking going commando. 
And I told the wife that I was like, hey, should I go throw some fucking my underoos back on or something before this? She's like, ah, it's fine. You know, whatever. It's just like they're going to do anything. And I know how they do. They put like the sheets over you and stuff. So your shit's all not hanging out when they're working you over anyway. So we did the couples thing. So the wife's in the room, so I couldn't get away with anything. I couldn't slip her like an extra 20 for the happy ending or anything. <laughs> but so like... You know, they put your face down on this whole thing on the mat, and you're like, you start off on your stomach. And so the broad, like, pulls the sheet down. It's, like, not really covering me. Like, my ass is hanging out. And she, like, gets up on the table and gets behind me, and she's, like, kneading the shit out of my ass, like, to start off the massage, <laughs> like, really hard. Weird spot to to start yeah and i know that's what i was thinking i was like i didn't really think she's gonna be hitting that too much and she worked it over pretty good and there's a couple times where she got she nipped the fucking the sack and some different stuff she got real up in there and everything i told the wife afterwards i was like man she really fucking went for it she made it happen you think she was looking for a tip i mean like not that tip but you know like a monetary yeah, tip yeah you know what i'm saying i don't want anybody to get the wrong impression this is a this is a classy establishment. <laughs> it's not one of those awesome places that they do special things for you. Although I think there are some of those in Dallas. I need to look look up a few of them. Try and do some investigative work. But so I don't know, dude. What do you think about the spa thing like that for a dude? Do you think that's fucking super gay or um no. No, I don't think so. I mean, if it if it makes you feel good. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. You know, if like after the fact you're just like really relaxed or, you know, a kink in your back or something is like feeling better, then, you know, that's um, good for you. Yeah. My ass you know, felt great. Um, <laughs> when I uh, was in restaurant management, um, constantly on my feet for, you know, uh, 10, 12 hours a day, mm-hmm. um, I would go and get uh, pedicures because it... Um, my feet just hurt all the time after a while. And um, I had a friend that recommended that to me. And I was like, how, how the hell is a pedicure going to make my feet feel better? Mm-hmm. But it actually did. It actually works. So yeah. I would do it. I mean, who cares? Yeah, I've had if, the woman try to talk me into that before. But I'm like, if, I, it, if it makes you feel better or if it's, you know, one of your personal comforts or something like that, you know, then whatever. I don't I don't think it's anything wrong with it. Yeah, I told her. Hetero or homo. Doesn't matter. I told her. I was like, eh, I mean, it wasn't as bad. I mean, I was giving her a lot of shit before we went, but it wasn't terrible or anything. But to me, it's like, I mean, it's fine. Like, it's a good kind of relaxing fuck off day, but I don't. It To me, it really doesn't do much. Like, I don't feel like so much better the next day. I mean, I'm pretty relaxed most of the time anyway. I mean, unless yeah. I'm yelling at my fucking kids, they're the only things that torment me. Um, I mean, I think um, I think some of that stuff, like the massage itself, obviously has some, you know, benefits. But as far as like the Himalayan salt and all that stuff, you know, it's like some of it's placebo kind of yeah. thing. It's just like you've convinced yourself that it relaxes you and makes you feel better, um, so therefore it does. Yeah, I think so too. I think some of it's a lot of nonsense. I mean, yeah, I understand, like, the massage. Like I said, I mean, it was okay. Like, she she worked me over, man. There was a couple times where she was getting kind of rough. I'm thinking to myself, this is supposed to be a fucking Swedish massage. I thought it was supposed to be, like, the gentle one. She's just 
tearing deep me. tissue, motherfucker. Oh, my God. She went so deep a couple times. I was like, oh, yeah, you're hitting the spot, baby. Just keep going. Almost there. <laughs> but then I remembered. I was like, oh, shit, the wife's next to me. So it ruined it. Kept me from getting a fucking chub. <laughs> no, it wasn't so bad. So that was the first fucking thing that she made me do this week. And then last night, we had to fucking go double dating with one of her buddies um, and her fiance. And um, so we went to one of those escape room things. Uh, have you heard of those? What? Okay, so this is, it's like a thing people do now. They have these, they call them the escape rooms. So it's like they'll group you up. It's like eight to ten people usually. Do they like, do they put you in a room and like chain you up to stuff? And no. Like saw kind of where they give you like a, a tool and you got to hack off a leg to escape or something? That would be so much more awesome. But oh. no, it's it's like they have different types of them and everything. But it's basically they stick you in a room with a bunch of people and the whole room is filled with clues and shit that's like locked up and everything. So you have to use pictures, books, anything that's in the room to try and figure out how to get out of the room. Like there's all these codes and like you figure out one clue and it leads to the next and so and like you're timed, you know, if you try and do it within a certain time and everything. And so the one we did this place in Dallas, like it only had like a thirteen percent success rate of people getting out. I'm like, we're fucked. And uh you have an hour to do it and they actually will let you go over. Like we actually were able to solve it, but it took us like an hour and five minutes. So we're just a few minutes after the fact. And uh it's pretty cool. I mean it's like if you have a few buddies or something, a few friends to do it, um have a few drinks and then go do one. I mean they're not too expensive or anything, and it's like a good way to blow about an hour and a half or something. You get to use your brain a little bit, and so it was pretty fun. I mean, I've been kind of wanting to do one for a while. Like, they have the ones that are a little bit more hardcore where they have, like, the, the, the first ones I heard of were, like, the zombie escape rooms where there's, like, you have to gather in within an hour, and there's, like, a dude, like, a zombie chained to the wall, and the whole time you're trying to solve it, he's trying to, like, swipe at you and shit, and, like, the longer it goes on, like, his chain gets a little bit longer and stuff, and at the very end, it gets released, so if you don't gather in an hour, you get attacked by a zombie, so, and I think, you know, whoever they catch first, you know, that's how the zombie apocalypse will start, but... Yeah. But it's... Chain reaction. Yeah, it's pretty cool though. So that was, so I've that I did more this week than I usually do. Besides sitting on my ass, which I have to say, <laughs> like I said though, um, my ass feels so much better. I got a good workout on that. Nice. Thanks to that young, that lovely young Korean girl. Yeah. Hey now, what's up? Ooh. Um, I mean, I guess I did a few things this weekend or um, this week. I uh, did some streaming. Put it on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Nobody came and watched, but uh-huh. you know, uh, I'm going to continue to do it, you motherfuckers. Oh, and I'm going to continue to put it on my face on the Facebook page. So <laughs> get used to it, goddammit. it! <laughs> None of you care, but I'm still going to do it. Well, it also does anything you put on Facebook. It does link on our Twitter too, so it ah. should. So if you make sure you put a good description on it, so people see what it is. If they just see a fucking Twitch thing, then. Put what you're doing on there. Which, yeah, I do. Um, hey, don't you fucking come at me like that. 
what else? Oh, yeah, I've uh, kind of found a new band that I've been enjoying a lot called Blue Healer. <laughs> Blue Healer. Uh, they're actually out of Austin. Austin. Yep, Austin, Texas, down there where uh, Scott is. Hey, Scott. What's up? Scoot. Um, yeah, they're good. They're kind of, um, they use like uh, 80s synthesizers and stuff like that. Oh, my. Um, so it's got a very kind of 80s feel to it, which I absolutely love. Uh, but good stuff. Good stuff. I like them. Uh, very small-time band. They don't have uh, radio play or anything like that. I, their first album dropped on Spotify this week. Um, and, yeah, if you look at, like, their uh, their YouTube videos, they maybe have, like, 800 hits, maybe 1,000. So very small-time band, but check them out. They're good. There you go. That's your go. That's your. I'm gonna do like I used to do with Boggs with you. That's your fucking assignment for next week. You have to get them lined up for an interview on our show. <laughs> Say, hey, looky bitches, we fucking had Quiet Company on. They're voted fucking band of the year in Austin like five or six years ago. So you fucking come on our show. We can make big things happen for you. <laughs> You'll have 900 hits on your YouTube channel. Right. Um. <laughs> I might be off on that number. I can't remember. But it was very small time, for sure. There you go. Um, Let's see. Oh, I did do something. Um, I punished myself severely. And I watched a movie called The Atheist Delusion. Oh, no. Have you heard of this? Nope. I can imagine what it's about. Um, Obviously, it's a total rip, as far as the title, a total rip off of The God Delusion Mm -hmm. from Richard Dawkins' best-selling novel. Um, the atheist delusion is from Ray Comfort. Do you remember him? Oh yeah, banana guy. Yep, the guy that was talking about how you know the banana is so perfectly formed for us because God put it there, and then it turns out well, bananas are genetically modified and they've been selectively bred to be that way. Mm-hmm. So a real banana is not like that. <laughs> so. So you're totally wrong. Yeah, don't, that asshole. Don't worry about that. He's he's good friends with uh, what uh, Kirk, Kirk Cameron. Kirk Cameron, yeah. Yeah. Um, so th- this latest one, uh, it pretty much proposes. Uh, you know, the whole premise behind it is that there's one question that atheists can't answer, or can't deny, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh. I, I've been looking to bash on religion, so this will probably make me want to bash on religion. So I'll watch it. <laughs> um, and goddamn, it is awful. It is so freaking bad. Um, first off, it it goes to show um, how stupid Ray Comfort is because he claims that on IMDb, a whole bunch of atheists have been going on there and giving it one stars to lower the rating it's like no we don't give you one star to lower the rating on purpose we give you one star because your movie is fucking terrible (laughs) and just idiotic to the point to where it's got to be staged so the whole premise is he finds atheists out on the street and talks to them and gives them the one question um yeah, I would say almost any atheist you... I wouldn't say any, but a lot of atheists that you come across would already know what he's trying to do whenever he's setting it up. So the whole premise is he 
goes through, you know, do you believe in God, whatever. And then he gives them a book. And he goes, okay, so you see all the beautiful pictures and the lettering and all that stuff. He's like, so what are the chances that in the universe that could just create itself? That somehow the photos can get on there, uh, the print can hit the paper. What are the odds? And, you know, of course, they're like, it can't happen. So then he's like, oh, well, you know, DNA is the book for life, blah, blah, blah. So therefore, it must have a creator, just like the book had a creator. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is a spin on what's called the watchmaker's argument. Um, And anybody who knows anything about this philosophy knows that it is completely flawed in all kinds of ways. Um, It's got a contradiction within itself. The argument assumes that the watch is different from nature, which is random, then states that since the universe is complex and ordered, then it must have a creator. But no, it, it's it's random. So that's wrong. Um, also, the watchmaker uh, has a big problem there with that analogy because what about a shoemaker? Well, it's not made by a watchmaker, is it? No, it's made by a shoemaker. So in that kind of logic... If God created us, human beings, then there must have been another God that created sand, and another God that created plants, and another God that created stars. Mm -hmm. So it falls apart there. Another problem with the watchmaker is watchmakers have fathers. So in that instance, God must have a father. So why aren't we worshiping him instead? I think he was like alcoholic, real jerk. God said, fuck this, I'm out of here, and left home at an early age. What? (laughs) Isn't that what happened? He was touching him inappropriately. (laughs) Um, Another thing is that watches are not made out of nothing. Watches are made from stuff that already exists. So these theists claim that God created things out of nothing. Mm -hmm. So there's a false analogy there. Um, more false analogies you have uh, the watch is complex uh, the watch has a watchmaker the universe is complex therefore the universe has a watchmaker but then you switch that around you can say leaves are complex they have cellulose structures leaves grow on trees money is complex and also has a cellulose structure therefore money must grow on trees See, it just doesn't quite add up. It doesn't work. Actually, no, because money does grow on trees because it's paper, so. Look, motherfucker. What? I mean actual dollar bills. Like, you can't pull it off of a tree. Dollar dollar bill, y'all. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Atheist Delusion, fucking stupid movie. Um, where, where did you find this at, anyway? I, I can't remember where I saw it. I remember seeing it somewhere. And the instant I saw The Atheist Delusion, I was like, oh, fuck, that's got to be terrible. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So because I wanted to bash on religion, I figured I'd watch it to kind of fuel the fire because it pissed me off. And then it turned, it like kind of almost, I thought it would have something new, Mm -hmm. like maybe some new kind of, you know, they always try and bend science or something in their way. Mm Mm-hmm. 
to kind of form around their opinions on a book that was written by a bunch of dudes thousands of years ago. Um, cause most of the stuff in that book is silly. So, and completely false. So you have to come up with crazy ideas in order for it to be true. But no, instead it goes to a false analogy that has been in the works forever and has been debunked a million times. And almost every atheist had come across this watchmaker thing from somebody they know when they get in arguments. So the fact that Ray Comfort was able to find a host of atheists <laughs> that have no fucking clue what this argument is and how to completely dismantle it yeah. makes me think it is totally staged or he spent a long ass time talking to atheists to find that many that did not know this analogy. Well, because there are definitely people that identify themselves as atheists that don't know as much yeah. as I do when it comes to arguing religion. Well, I not only that, that but that. I, I mean, there's a lot of people. It's just like anything. There's a lot of atheists out there that are atheists. I mean, they don't because it's just, you know, like how you kind of be, start becoming that way. You know, you're like start questioning things like, oh, but, you know, I really don't see any evidence of this, but they don't really like us, you know, we're. I wouldn't say we're militant atheists, but I mean, you know, we will definitely argue points and we'll get shitty about certain things. And I think we try to understand, you know, the actual origin of some of these religions, you know, where they get their nonsense from, how they've manipulated over time. And like we try to understand some of the background. I think it's like anything else. There's a lot of people out there who, you know, they're going to vote in this election for one candidate or other. But if you ask them to cite specifics about what a candidate believes, they're not going to be able to fucking tell you shit. They just know that, well, I like this person over this person. Well, why? Well, you know, because it's such and such. Okay, but explain why does it, you know, it's one of those things. I think it's easy to go find people who say they're atheist, you know, and they really don't believe in a God. But then when you try and question, you throw a bunch of nonsense at them that they don't really know about. They haven't studied and put any thought into it before. It it does overwhelm them a bit. I could see that. I can understand that. And there's definitely atheists out there that are stupid for sure. Oh my God. For sure. (laughs) Dude. But here's the thing. When it comes to the whole, um, you know, Christianity and being um, talked to about it, it if you're that stupid, mm-hmm. it's pretty easy to get conned into it. So the fact that there are full-grown adults that haven't gotten conned into it yet and are that dumb, mm-hmm. that's that's kind of what gets me. No, I mean, because certainly there, like I said, there are people that identify themselves as atheists and don't know a damn thing about anything. Mm-hmm. Those people exist, but yeah. if they're this easily conned by Ray Comfort, then how come they already haven't been conned sometime in their life? Like nobody in their family, no friends ever sat them down and told them about Jesus, Cheez-Its, <laughs> Cheez-Its. You know what I mean? Well, it's the same goes with like Christians, though. You know, you get people early, you brainwash them. Like, like I said, it's the same thing. Atheist, Christian, same way. No, you're a Christian. No, not at all. Well, no, I mean the the if not you're raised Christian and you honestly believe that, then it's terrifying to think that you're questioning your faith. Well, because that, then you could potentially go to hell. But what I'm saying is, like, there's people out there that 
we talk i mean let's face it we know them we talk about all the time where the, a lot of Christians aren't really Christian. They're only Christian because they grew up in a Christian household and that's what they're made to believe. So they just take it without any question, but they're not really religious. Like if you question them on the Bible and the history of Christianity, they have no fucking clue, but they're Christians because that's what they're told. So it's not much different. Like I could get a room full of Christians and we could fucking hammer them on, hey, you know, this is in the fucking Bible. This is this. This is where this came from. And they're not going to have a fucking clue. And we can make them look silly too. Just like he picked a few morons who are atheists. Yes, yeah, make them look silly. But I have, as, as far as I un- know, I have never successfully got anybody to lose their faith. Yeah. I mean, that's not where, even the dumbest of the dumb, or the people that don't even follow the faith. Yeah, that's uh, even those people. I can't get to to get away from their faith. Yeah, I agree with you. It's, it's a very personal kind of thing. It's probably staged, but people are so weak-minded. If you get them in there and start giving them the whole fucking shenanigans about, oh, you know, blah, 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 you're going to go to hell, and you put the scare tactics. It's like I always make the joke, you know, it's funny how everybody who go goes on death row is saved and becomes a fucking born-again Christian. Or like old people, they may not be that religious, but then when they get old, they all start going to church and shit because they think that, you know, because they're like, mm, I better fucking hedge Selfish my bets. pussies. Yeah, better hedge my bets just in case. All right, uh, we had some audio issues. Uh, so, yeah. The ghost of Awkward. Boggs got us. <laughs> Aw- yeah, ghost of Boggs got us. Um, but yeah, the Ray Comfort video, like I was saying, it's uh, it's very long. Over an hour, I wouldn't waste your time. You don't think it's good for a few chuckles, at least? No, no. I mean, it's because again, it's it goes over an old, mm-hmm. uh, f- you know, false analogy that's been debunked a million times over. So, well, I don't, I don't see the benefit of even getting a comedic view out of it. Well, it's like like we said, there's really no argument when all your argument is, is you have to believe this. There's no proof, but you have to believe it. I mean, that's the only yeah. argument they have every time. You know, it's sad because I should try and get Ray on, but I doubt he'll come on. I tried to get Kirk Cameron on once. <laughs> I don't know if anybody remembers oh, this. Oh, yeah, yeah, I sent an email. His people did respond, right? Yeah, his um, publicist did respond to me, but... I can't remember what the fuck he was doing at the time. Like he was working on some movie or something like one of those Christian movies they had come out. So he was doing presses yeah. or something. So he didn't have time for our bullshit, <laughs> but at least I did get a response. <laughs> um, yeah. And more uh, religious stuff. Uh, there is a guy in Toronto um, who is taking on uh, Alcoholics Anonymous World Service Inc. Mm-hmm. And the Greater Toronto Intergroup, um, alleging discrimination against atheists, agnostics, and free thinkers, because uh. in the twelve-step programs that they have, you have to give up power to a higher power, i.e., God. Okay. And I think I talked about this once before about my friend who was an atheist, uh, was a severe alcoholic. Uh, finally got sober, but, and I remember telling him, I was like, hey man, in this 12 steps program, they're gonna be throwing the God thing at you and that you're too weak to fight alcohol on your own, alcoholism on your own. 
you have to give it up to God. And I'm telling you, you're stronger than that. It's a load of shit. Um, and sure enough, whenever he came through it, he had converted and actually no longer considers himself my friend <laughs> because I confront him on everything. Like he would post stuff on Facebook and whatever. And I would just tell him, dude, that's a load of shit, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I'd go through it. And it's like, we've had these conversations before. I remember having these conversations a lot when we were roommates and yeah, you, you know, exactly that it's all bullshit it's just you have to believe because you've been told that you have to believe in order to uh you know stop drinking alcohol um so yeah the this guy's taking him on saying that uh, uh god needs to be removed from the 12-step program and all alcohol anonymous groups so hopefully he wins because yeah it's it's a load of shit you know, there's definitely plenty of people that have given up their vices uh, without a deity. Mm. I don't know. I mean, well, good luck to them. They probably will go nowhere, though. Probably not. But um, and then this other one, it's just kind of I, I kind of funny. I, I find it a little funny because um, it just doesn't really make sense to me, and it shows how some of the religious people will just they pick the most random things as like validation of their faith and belief so in uh, Florida Glades County the Palmdale Cracker House uh, <laughs> caught on fire why it's a cracker house I don't know <laughs> the cracker house <laughs> cracker house caught on fire is no that a, is injured is that a Trump owned property <laughs> probably uh, nobody was injured, uh, but fire rescue declared the it was a historical building. Apparently, mm-hmm. uh, was a complete loss. However, oh survived by the fire was a Bible. <gasps> it was found in the rubble with very little damage, um, which wasn't very unusual because it was trapped under a whole bunch of objects that were keeping it away from the heat and the fire. Mm-hmm. Um, what is odd is that the fire rescue Facebook posted it and said, you won't find atheists in the fire service. Oh. This Bible was found inside a structure fire. The building was a total loss. Mm-hmm. No water damage on any page. Just remember, it's not always your brother or sister firefighting that has your back. Yeah, implying that God has your back as well when mm-hmm. he allows an entire building to fucking burn and not his own words. Well, yes. You stupid fucks. No, sometimes he's got to show you, you know, that he's still there because people start losing faith. So he has Um, to do awful things (laughs) to to steer you back. (laughs) This did catch a little bit of uh, flack uh, because uh, an ex-fire chief... Uh, who is also a big atheist, mm-hmm. was not too keen on the word, saying that you're not going to find an atheist firefighter. Yeah. Their version of no atheist and foxholes kind of thing. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, an, an entire fucking building burnt down, a Bible survives, and somehow that's validation for your God being good? Makes sense to me, dude. I I find a lot of flaws in that logic. 
you know, it's just like the people that sit down at dinner and, oh, thanks God for all the wonderful things you do mm-hmm. and how great our lives are. The bountiful and blah, blah, feast. Blah, and, this, and this bountiful feast. Yeah, don't tell that to the fucking starving children in Africa who believe in the same God. They don't believe in that God, though. Uh, yeah, they do. Nah. There's a lot of evangelizing going on in Africa, man. Look it up. Nah, a dude. A lot. The Mormons got to him first. <laughs> They're not real Christians. Um, <laughs> They're not real Christians. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's the same thing. It's like, it's it's bullshit. Total bullshit. You know, your, your God is not powerful. Otherwise, he would have stopped a lot of the bad shit from happening. And it seems really weird, the things that he decides to let happen and stuff not let happen. I was watching, um, I don't know, one of these political shows, and there was a uh, preacher on, and he was saying that he had been praying and uh, for God to send them someone to you know, bring America back on the right track because all these libs, you know, letting the gays get married and all this stuff is, you know, it's just perpetuating our fucking, you know, one way trip to hell, you know, in immediate fashion. And he said that he'd been praying for it, and and God finally answered their prayers by sending them Donald Trump, the uh, three, the thrice married, you know guy who says how you know who brags about cheating on his wife and sexually assaulting women and degrading women and you know taking advantage of people (laughs) you know that same guy there he's he's such a stand-up guy that you know god would totally be for oh and another guy that was not said that particularly but is a big bandwagon fan of his was uh jerry falwell jr i think i think he's a big fucking supporter of him so yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think Christians they don't really know what the fuck they're talking about a lot of time with that kind of stuff. God sends them some really fucked up mixed messages. God's fucking yeah, up. I mean, God's been drinking. There, there are quite a few that are reasonable people and you know, if you have a intelligent conversation with them or pretty rational and understanding about, you know, the silliness that's within their book and some of the things within their religion and such. Um but then there's the other ones and you know, it's just what happens when you believe in absurdities. Uh, you open yourself up to believe in just nonsense, straight nonsense. And you trick yourself into thinking that somehow, even though a guy who has sexually assaulted women mm-hmm. um, had several marriages with several different kids, um, cheats his way through business by not paying people outright. Um, and it's just straight up a douchebag is somehow a a gift from God. Mm. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, I mean, I guess if you do read the Bible, then yeah, it, it, it kind of sounds like <laughs> a gift from God because God was all about you know raping and taking over villages and killing everybody yeah. and owning slaves. slaves yeah, and, yeah. So, in yeah, a roundabout actually, way. It, no, 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 I take it back. I retract it. Trump is a gift from God. I, um... In God fact, I'd go so far as to say Trump is the embodiment of God. How about that? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> no, it, with not as awesome hair, though, as Jesus. But, yeah, other than that, 
pretty close. I, no, I I would contend that he has hair that's even awesomer than Jesus. Because um, Jesus is just long hair. Trump's hair, however, defies all logic. <laughs> it defies physics. Yeah. You, you think it should be not there, yet it's there. Oh, God damn it. This is such a non sequitur. I don't even know how to go into what I wanted to talk. Because I can't tell you this. This isn't going to be a long thing and stuff. Because like I was telling Eric before we started, I don't want to bore you guys. But I I said I wanted to kind of do a small bit on China. And the reason why I thought about it the other day is because I was thinking about the election. And like I said, I guess we'll put three or four minutes just at the very end of the show. So you guys can all tune out and go put a fucking gun in your mouth. Um, But... The thing about, I've noticed, and this has been under Obama too, and ever since Bush, um, you know, undercover, and I, I've read a bunch of stories about this, and it never really gets reported too much. Uh, I mean, I know Trump touts a little bit in this thing about the takeover, China takeover and stuff, and it is one of his legitimate points, but not really in the way that he says it. But I was thinking about this with the election about um, whichever one of these people these humans <laughs> get elected were fucked in the way that I think a lot of Americans don't understand that over the past few years, you know, the Chinese economy is growing leaps and bounds over ours. I mean, their growth compared to ours is, I mean, it's two to one basically. And they have overcome us as the largest economy in the world. And with that, it also takes into account a global dominance on some scales as well. Like we fight now our Congress, you know, about like these trade agreements and this and that. And I know Trump wants to discard all of them. And, you know, Obama's still trying to get that TPP to open up more Asian markets and stuff. And yeah, I don't think at this point it's really going to, I don't know if it'll benefit us or hurt us more, to be honest with you. I think some of the trade agreements in the past, we capitulate so much because we try to get into markets because we want to spread capitalism and the American lifestyle uh, to an extent. I think that's part of it. It's not just about, you know, selling our goods to other countries. I mean, there is, it is kind of promoting American capitalism too. That's a big part of it on the political spectrum. And I don't think they really do take into account the effect on our businesses and stuff as much. You know, I, I do believe that. So in that aspect, I do think a lot of these trade agreements are harmful and I do think that they do cause a lot more grief than they're worth. So while we're fucking squabbling about trade agreements, China is basically taking a fucking hold of the whole Asian continent and part of Africa and uh, between running their arms deals and stuff where they're selling military weaponry now to like Iran, Iraq, North Korea, Pakistan, every country that we see as a threat, they're making good with them and building relationships and supplying them with missile technology and everything. You know, our Congress is fucking around on trade agreements and stagnating our economy, our education system, healthcare, so on and so forth. So the problem is there's two things that China is doing that is extremely smart right now, where they have basically gone into Africa. And there's two things that they're doing there. 
because Africa is so underdeveloped and they don't have the resources and stuff. And I know American companies will go in, but when American companies do it, it's a capitalist thing. They go in and they try and get a foothold and just take over parts and ramrod their fucking things through and just you know rape the country and rape it for every bit of money they can. China's yeah, doing like, it. Compl- you know, that's a America's pastime. Well, what's what we're good at? Fucking yeah. other people. Um, but China's smarter about it. What they're doing is they go into these countries, like they're going into Angola, Ghana, uh, the Congo and stuff, and they're building roads, railways, um, you know, putting in waterworks. They're doing all kinds of things to benefit the, the societies there. And in exchange, what they're doing is they're funding it, paying for it, all the Chinese-backed banks and stuff, and getting enterprises in there. But they're using it to also get like mining and oil deals. Now, the big one is the mining because one of the things that they're so smart about is China right now. I don't think people realize this, but over the past couple of decades, they've managed um, because Africa's huge for minerals. I mean, that's the place where it's at. And because they've been able to go in and do this, where they're saying, hey, we'll do build your infrastructure practically for free. We fund it. All you do is allow us to have some of these rights to, you know, your oil mining, and we'll be the ones that come in and develop it, and we'll give you a percentage of the profits. They've been able to take over 95% of their Earth's minerals. Um, And why that's such a big thing is because a lot of the minerals used, let's face it, technology is the key to success now and the future. These minerals are what people use to build, you know, your mobile phones, your your PCs, missile technology, the minerals are needed. China has basically monopolized them. Um, they own all the mines now. They own all the materials. And like I said, and they're, it's, they're just taking over, man. They're slowly kind of taking over Africa, you know, and they've got so many people that have moved there and they're opening up businesses, you know, pharmacies, starting schools, and they're educating the Africans. And they're, like I said, they're helping build their infrastructure and and it's like they're getting such a foothold there they've already got asia taken over and i know a few weeks ago we talked about like um i think it might have been on the episode where brad said fucking quits i don't know if anybody heard it but i was talking about (laughs) obama going to laos and one of the reasons why he went there not only because no president's ever gone there and he had to say hey sorry that during you know vietnam we bombed the shit out of you in cambodia but Another reason is they want to try and start making peace with those countries and us getting a foothold because the Chinese are going in there now and trying to do the same thing with those countries that they've kind of done in Africa. And uh, like my my wife, of course, is Loatian and her mother's over there right now. And her mom was telling her that that's what a lot of people back in the homeland in Laos were saying is Obama came over here, not just for like, hey, sorry, we fucking dropped million bombs on you guys oops are bad um but it's also because he wants to start relations in that area and build them because they see the chinese threat in those regions even so i think the the, one of the saddest things about this election coming up is not only is it going to harm our country i think with either one of these imbeciles getting in but i think it's going to set us back that much further as china just keeps fucking plugging along plug along doing the right things to take over and that's something i think you know i don't know i mean trump's one of his big messages is taking on china so well that's going to hurt us 
because like i said <laughs> you know everything's made in china and that's how people get cheap products over here the problem is wages have stayed stagnant and over here and what he's going to do is going to his tax plan is going to fucking kill our economy i don't give a shit he keeps saying oh it's a bigger tax cut than reagan's well reagan tripled the fucking debt and we went to a massive recession after Reagan left office, and it was because of his policies. I mean, people, I know Republicans don't want to believe that because that's Saint fucking Reagan, but it's the truth. Reagan did a lot of harm, and Trump is like, his, like I said, his military buildup, his tax policy is basically Reaganomics on steroids. So, like I said, nothing's going to get done in a Hillary you know the healthcare plan needs a major fixing uh there's a lot of things that need work and none of it's going to take place and i think that this china aspect is something that never gets talked about people don't realize it but there is a lot of the worry about with them because they are they are the economic power and as they're on the rise America really is in decline. And that's what I told my wife. I said, you know, I think it really kind of started under Reagan in a way. And then with these wars, we keep pursuing these fucking wars that we shouldn't have a a part of. And this militarization that we do and the way our government has just split, you know, where it is like just two polar opposites. And there's not an opposition party anymore at the Republicans. They are an obstructionist party now. And Yeah, yeah, there's definitely no talking whatsoever. It's just like, nope. Yeah, Obama and, put his name on it. Nope, nope, not, nope. But it's good. Nope, don't, don't even want to look at it. Nope, fuck you. And I think that's a major concern people should be really looking at is why we keep running in place and probably taking a couple steps backwards you're seeing other countries, and like I said, China, number one on the list. They're slowly fucking taking over. So, I'm not saying we need to start a war with them. It's not like they're doing bad things. They're just really smart. What they're doing is incredibly smart, what they're doing. Yeah. You know, they're just so many steps ahead of us And we're shooting ourselves in the foot because we want to play obstructionist, not politics, mm-hmm. um, and be a bunch of cockbags. Hey man, we're America. It's what we do best. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they they need to get off that tip. And I mean, our government really hasn't done anything in a very long time because the Republicans are assholes about it. Um, um, you want to spend like just a f- the last few minutes and just kind of go over to the bullshit that's going on? Yeah, we can. I guess. I just I just want to know what do you think now when you see that they. I mean, right off the bat, the FBI director coming out and saying that, hey, we found some more emails on Anthony Weiner's computer. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck him. Uh, dicks are just fucking her over. First, it was Bill Clinton's cock, and now it's Anthony Weiner's. <laughs> just fucking poor Hillary. Once she- I fucking, once I saw that letter from FBI director, I was like, this fucking cock. It's bullshit what he did. It's, but first off, it's a, it violates policy. Yeah, the, there's Democrat uh, lawyers already come out and said that no, he he shouldn't have done this. Yeah, they're already saying that they're they're gonna pro, they're. I can't remember. I don't know exactly what you do to the FBI director, but um, because of him coming out and doing this, which is kind of 
it's a precedent that you know i guess that they they understand um and interfering with the election someone was saying that there's there could be lawsuits against them for i don't know what it would be based on and at this point i don't see what difference it would make to be honest with you i mean the damage is done but yeah. like like i've said before she brought it upon herself She's a terrible oh, candidate. Yes. Yeah. No, no, no. I agree. And the Democratic Party put it on themselves as well by putting her in. Mm-hmm. So. All you fucking Democrats out there that voted for Hillary. <laughs> guess not, what? Wasn't me. <laughs> I, I voted for Sanders. <laughs> Don't blame me. I voted for Obama last time because I knew she was awful. And I voted for Sanders this time. So don't blame me, motherfuckers. I had no part of this this fucking mess. Yeah. Well, this is why I said that even though all the polls are showing her up by like seven, eight percent and fucking winning the election by like, you know, 200 electoral votes. I said, nope, it's shit is it's it's going to get closer and closer and you're probably going to see more shit with these emails and different stuff's going to happen and it's going to be very close. And I'm telling you, it's going to be extremely close, man. Uh, we'll do the show next week, and it'll be released right before Election Day. And I already gave you my prediction, and I'll refine it, but I'm pretty much sticking with what I said. It's going to be tight. I still say she's going to win. And it's going to be four years of nothing but investigations. Nothing will get done. And the Republicans have already said that if she gets in, they're not going to let her put a Supreme Court justice on. <laughs> so by the time she... How is that? How can they legally do that? They really... Well... I mean, they already are doing something that's unprecedented and, as far as I'm concerned, illegal. It's unprecedented. It's it's treason, really, if you think about it. Because they're not even, like, they won't even consider, you know, Obama's nod. Yeah. Like, they won't even look at it. And that, that in its own right, is something that is treasonous. Yeah, I mean, I guess the way the Constitution's written... They really can do this because they are advising consent um, because of the rules of the Senate. I guess, I mean, they legally, I guess they can get away with it. But if you look at in in the context of what's best for the country, they really are committing a treasonous act, if you think about it. But you know what? They can get away with it because the way the rules are written. So unless the Democrats take the Senate back in this election and change the rules, which they could do, um, you're not going to see a vote come up, and Hillary gets in. There's potential we're going to lose at least two justices, I'd imagine, uh, probably Kennedy and Ginsburg. So you could see four years, like I said, of investigations, <laughs> and us having only seven or maybe even six <laughs> of the Supreme Court justices. We're supposed to have nine <laughs> by the time she leaves office. And uh, I told my wife the other day, I think seeing what's going on. And with the hate and the kinds of crowds and what he's whipped up, old Trump, uh, I could honestly see her very easily squeaking out this victory, going on, serving four years, getting nothing done, because, like I said, investigation, investigation, investigation. That's all you're going to hear for four years. It's going to be ridiculous. And then Trump running again and probably winning this motherfucker and saying, I told you so. She got nothing done, and she's crooked. She's up for investigation the whole time. And then people are like, oh, yeah, fucking right. And then, like I said, we're going to fall behind even further to these other countries. And I don't know. Bad times, man. Uh, yeah, it's depressing. Fun times in the election today. Well, it's so fucking depressing. 
So I am going to learn Mandarin and move to China because I want to be a part of a winning team. So tired of emails. <laughs> so tired. <sighs> yep. I just want to punch her in the fucking head. Like, why were you, why were you thinking? <laughs> At least when she got busted with him, she should have just said right off the bat, go, yeah, I fucked up. And you know what? I deleted him because I didn't want anybody to get home because I thought maybe I'd fucking had some stuff I shouldn't have had on there. And I tried to get rid of it so someone couldn't get the information. And I really fucked that bad. She should have just came out and said it. Instead, she's like, oh, I don't know. There's no classified. And no, we didn't. I didn't delete them intentionally. And no, we didn't do this. It's like, just, you should just fucking owned up to it, man. I mean, look at all the shit Trump's done. And he just doesn't even fucking own up to it. And people are just like, ah, it's Trump. Fuck it. She probably could have at least got a little bit away from it because it was so many months ago. It had been almost forgotten by now, but I don't know. It's a disaster. So next show will be a couple days before the election, and it could be our last show ever. (laughs) (laughs) Very much so. So let's see. And the way this shit's going through the news right now, I've been watching the polling, and things are shifting toward old Dawn pretty quick. So Well, here's what I don't understand. So... They claim that they're reopening the investigation because they found more emails on Wiener's computer mm-hmm. through his investigation. Yes. But, like, that in itself all of a sudden has voters shifting. Like, we I, don't even know what the fuck it is. Well, you know but, for a fact that Trump assaults women. Yeah. You know for a fact that he's a racist. Yeah, it sounds right and to me. And embeds them in his party. You know for a fact that he cheats people out of work that they've done. You know for a fact that he's failed at business because that's what he does. And you know that Clinton has some emails that look like, you know, what politicians do. And that apparently there's more emails that we don't know what's on them. And that in itself is enough for you to vote for that piece of shit. I, I don't understand that. All right, folks. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, check out our Canadian brothers at Podblocked. Uh, check out uh, Digital Frustrations on the Digital Frustrations Network and his other... What's other... Brad's other show? Uh, Andy and Bradtastic Voyage. I think I got it right. I don't know. Um, so, yeah. Um, we're all gonna die in four years. Have a great week. All right, everybody. Well, I hope you enjoyed this one since it may be our next to last. Oh, and in case I don't get to tell you again, go fuck yourselves.